Hey there, welcome to the Balanced Beautiful Body, a podcast that explores how women are finding balance and beauty in the pursuit of their dreams, one conversation at a time. Whether you are an entrepreneur, a mother, student, wife, maybe a friend, or heck, any other title, we are serving up hot conversations for you every week of women just like you finding balance and beauty in their daily lives. Hosted by female entrepreneur, coffee connoisseur, full-time working wife, fitness instructor, and dog mom to two wild German short-haired pointers, I am your host, Alex Hushik. Join me for coffee for your weekly conversation with fellow boss babes just like you. If you're looking to ditch the highlight reel and step into the real-life arena of finding balance and beauty with other like-minded women, you're in the right place. Get rid of the inauthentic, sit down with your favorite beverage, and let's do our work together as one body founded on authentic balance and beauty. Hello and welcome back. This week's guest is a dynamite boss babe. Want to hear about a startup that's truly going to be on Shark Tank one day soon? Okay, I'm just predicting that. So hang in there. Lauren Robeson's simple desire to keep her family properly hydrated in a healthy way has led to a brand of sparkling prickly pear cactus water that is changing the beverage industry. Bringing nature's best ingredients to you and your family is exactly what Drink Cactus delivers. While looking for something more exciting than water, but without the extra sugar and additives of juice or soda, she stumbled upon the benefits of prickly pear cactus. Made from all-natural, simple ingredients and low in sugar, but big on flavor, Lauren's sparkling cactus water was an instant hit with both kids and adults. Today, LaRoe's sparkling cactus water's great taste, signature pink color, and plant-based ingredients make it a beverage everyone can enjoy and feel good about drinking. On top of all of this, learn how she has juggled a successful career being a mom of three kids, a wife, and now business owner during a year of where most would say, this is not possible. This woman is an inspiration and the definition of finding balance and beauty to make life happen for her. Good morning, Lauren. How are you doing today? Wonderful, Alex. How are you? I'm good. I am just so excited to be able to virtually be sitting here with you, enjoying my morning cup of coffee before the day gets going. So I like to ask everyone before we get started, this is a coffee cup style conversation. So do you have a favorite beverage of choice you like to start off the day? I know we're going to talk about beverages for a while, but I just want to know what's something that you do to start off your morning every day? Um, coffee is my, my go-to. I, I can't begin my day until I have had my cup of coffee, um, which I'm, which, which takes me like an hour and a half to finish for some reason. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I te- tend to have the same deal with my coffee. Like I'll start it, I'll have a few sips and then the day just gets going and it's like, oh, I haven't even finished it. And it's now an hour and a half later. Oh yeah. I feel that. I do. I am, I am known to reheat my coffee at least four times. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. That's good. Well, no, I just, I ask everyone because I know everyone has their own kind of routine in the morning, whether they're not a coffee person. I know some people start their morning with hot water and lemon, I love it, but I need that caffeine for sure to be able to get 
all the wonderful things done I do every day. And I understand (laughs) that you also have a lot going on too. And so we'll get into that. But before we do, I just wanted to open the floor for people to get to know you, Lauren. So letting them know a little bit about yourself, your business of LaRoe and what that's all about. So if somebody had just a couple of moments to sit down with you, what would you like to share? The most important thing, I guess, would be that I am a mom of three. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and a three-year-old. And they are just these amazing little people that I get to spend uh, my day with. So that's really special to me. That's probably one of the most important things to me in my whole life. Um, Absolutely. uh, um, And then um, a little bit more about me. I I grew up in Phoenix since I was three. Um, So this is most definitely my home. Um, I have spent the last almost 15 years in the health and nutrition industry, which is something I'm I've always been very passionate um, about health, and uh, I used to do Pilates like five times a week. That was before I had children, Uh, (laughs) so life's changed a little for me. But I, uh, it's been it's been a really fun journey being in this industry and seeing how it's changed and grown, and um, it's something that I've always been, like I said, very passionate about. And so, no, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I didn't realize that you, I know you and I have talked quite a bit about, you know, life before LaRoe, before your kids, all of those wonderful things. I didn't realize it had been over 15 years in this health and wellness space, which is really beautiful. And I'm just excited for people to kind of get to know how that journey has changed for you um, and what has kind of led you to now I'm, you know, I have this amazing, amazing beverage on the market that I'm I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if Shark Tank calls you up here soon and says, hey, you want to come pitch to us? Because truly, it really is that incredible. Oh, thanks so much. I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> everybody, for some reason, wants to see me on Shark Tank because they feel like I apparently would be entertaining. Yes, I, <laughs> I would absolutely host a viewing party when that happens. So <laughs> uh, um, I'm sure that the cameras would turn on and I would just start hysterically laughing. Um, <laughs> I was actually I was actually a journalism and mass communications major. And I remember taking some of the um, the on-camera classes and just like bursting into tears of laughter every time they'd flip it on because I couldn't control it. It was like a nervous habit. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'd be better behind the camera. <laughs> so, um, so that, that, uh, that journey of being on TV was not, was not for me apparently. Um, but um, yeah, the, uh, so the last 10 years, I actually, um, I spent with a, a global nutraceutical company and I got to do really fun, amazing things with some very large um, health brands and uh, developing new products and, and seeing and watching what consumers are looking for and how, how their needs and wants change, you know, as they grow either in their own health journeys or um, they just become more health aware. And so I got to do a lot of amazing launches, both um, nationally and then globally as as well. So really understanding like that European market and how they look at health and nutrition. And so that has, I feel like the last 10 years of my corporate life were really like 
a master's program for me. Um, I, I couldn't have gotten a better education in business. And I, I was so lucky and humbled, I feel, because I got to work with not only the CEOs of the company, but I also spent a lot of time in the manufacturing, in the back rooms, and hearing what the people that were making these health products um, and encapsulating them and bottling them and where they were seeing problems or things that they wish you know they had access to, to, to help them make better products. And, um, and I feel like all of these different experiences has really helped me to understand what it takes to create a product and, and bring it to market and um, kind of be able to pivot as you grow and learn from what your consumers are looking for. So it's, it was definitely a wonderful experience. I had some amazing colleagues I got to work with a lot of amazing companies. And so um, when I made the decision that I wanted to bring LaRoe to life, it was a, I, I had the same team for 10 years. It was a really hard decision. Um, I am a risk adverse person. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I get very nervous about um, taking on things that I potentially don't know what the outcome could be. And um, leaving my job, that was a huge risk for me. I, I was a top sales performer. I did really well. There was a lot of comfort in that. And there's a lot of unknown when you start a company. And so that was a kind of scary process for me. But um, I'm really happy that I did it. And I feel like I have a lot more balance in my life. That was something um, I felt like I was also missing because from the time I had started started my corporate adventures, um, Mike and I were just getting married. And then within the first year, we had um, Emma. And I kind of had a baby every two years after that. So I started my family and got married and was traveling, you know, sometimes three weeks out of a month. And I just, I didn't feel like I was giving to my home everything that I wanted to give. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody has a different version of what balance is to them. And for me, it was really important for me to be present for my kids more. And so that, that was another big driving force for wanting to do something for myself. I wanted to give more to my family and still do something I was passionate about. Right. So that kind of began my journey of LaRoe. And I quite honestly, um, stumbled upon it as you know, <laughs> yes. Um, so I definitely did not set out and say this year I'm starting the company. Yes, absolutely. No, I love that you shared in depth, you know, kind of that transition period for you of having this incredible corporate job where, like you said, it's like the experience you want out of a master's program and really learning business on a larger scale within this industry. However, life still is going on in the background. It's not just work. You know, you have a husband, you're starting a family and leaving that comfort of the job you're very successful at, you do an amazing job. It can be scary. And taking those risks, I think is so important for other women who are listening to hear that just because I think that's something that should be a little more normalized because it's hard and it's scary, but 
there are women all around us in our lives who are doing it left and right. And look at the beauty and the growth from making that one choice to change where it's led you now, owning your own business, starting this as as you said, stumbling upon, you know, this brainchild of LaRoe that you've had. Um, I think it's so beautiful to share that and hear that because I do know there's a lot of moms out there who they may have left their corporate job and they haven't started that passion project that they've wanted to. So I think it's important to hear that you can do both. And also, like you said, balance looks different for everyone. And that's, that's important. I don't believe there's a universal do this and it equals balance in your life. Um, so I really think that is very beautiful. And one thing I did want to kind of dive into just a little bit more is asking you, was there a pivotal moment or maybe it was like a combination of moments that led you to say, I'm going to start my own business because, you know, you'd left your corporate job or was that something before you left your job you knew? Like deep down, you're like, I want to do this on my own. No, <laughs> I, I, I did not know that at all. Actually, okay. um, it was. Um, I have a little bit of background. I um, have really struggled with um, headaches and muscle spasms for probably eight years, and it's something that I have worked with um, a neurologist to really try and, and manage just to survive, yeah. really. Um, there's n- there is nothing that anybody can ever, who's never experienced headaches, migraines, or pain management to wake up every day and have a headache or to just not be able to move your neck or back and be in that pain is excruciating. And my neurologist, Dr. Knievel, whom I love, um, she kept telling me, she's like, Lauren, you got to drink more electrolytes. I'm like, okay, I can't find one I like. She's like, you got to find something. You've got to drink more water. You've got to drink more electrolytes. I'm like, water is so boring. (laughs) I I know I need to drink it, but like, I can't sometimes. I got maybe some iced tea or lemonade. She's like, no, you have to drink electrolytes. I'm like, okay. So I went on this whole, you know, I tried... There's so many products on the market, mm-hmm. um, and I tried a lot of them, and some of them I liked and some of them I didn't. But um, what really was like my turning point was I had taken my kids to a resort um, with some friends one day, and it was the beginning of summer, so it was you know it was getting up to like 108, 110, and we were there all day, and the entire day I spent arguing with my kids about drinking water. And I'm like, you've got it. I was cutting lemonade. I was getting popsicles. I'm like, we've got to keep you guys hydrated. Right. And we got home and they were, they were just wiped. Um, and then you start worrying about signs of dehydration, right? Because at being out in the heat, you sweat out electrolytes. A lot of people don't know that, that you actually, um, that's why you get dehydrated. Your body sweats to cool you down. Um, that sweat contains sodium and other electrolytes, and those need to be replenished. Um, water sometimes is just not enough. And so proper hydration, which is the balance of electrolytes, sodium, and water in the body, is everybody's daily goal. Mm-hmm. And so after this day, I looked at my husband and I said, I'm not doing this anymore with them. We've got to figure out how we're going to keep these kids hydrated. And they did not like coconut water. 
And all of the products that I had looked at, I felt like had additional vitamins that my kids didn't need because they eat pretty well and, or they had too much sugar in it. And my kids, I, I believe in a healthy and balance, I say balance a lot because it is something that I strive for. I want them to eat fruits and veggies and, and proteins, but I also don't not allow them to have ice cream or suckers or, you know, candy. I think that it's important to have and teach your children how to balance their own health. Mm-hmm. So I went on a mission <laughs> to find a way to keep these kids hydrated. And I was in bed, it was 11 o'clock at night and I was Googling and I came across Prickly Pear and I'm reading all of this. I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm really excited about this. I've got to find some prickly pear. And so the next morning I called our friend who is a a fruit and vegetable distributor. And I'm like, can you get me some prickly pear? He's like, yeah, I think I can. I mean, within three days I had prickly pear in my kitchen and I just, I started making waters and popsicles and snow cones and the kids, they loved it. And then it was pink, which made it even better and more exciting. Right. And so I just started making it for them every day. So that was like June. And then August rolled around and I'm like, I'm going to start packing this in their lunches. And so I got all these little like water bottles that fit into their lunch boxes. And I started putting it in their lunch boxes. And then I started getting these phone calls. Lauren, what is this pink water your kid, you know, your kids have? And where can I buy it? I'm like, well, you can't. Um, I'm making it in my kitchen. And <laughs> And so I started bottling it for other people and it got to the point where I brought in over 50 pounds of prickly pear puree to my house. Wow. And, and it showed up and I'm looking at this and I'm like, how am I going to fit this in my freezer? Right. Cause it's fresh, it's fresh puree. Like you don't, you know, you don't defrost it until you're ready to use yes. it. Uh, and I, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's time to do something with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So that started down my process. Okay, well, what do I want to do with this? And so that's that's when I made the decision to leave my job last June and um, bring LaRoe to life. And so we launched now April 1st. Um, I've made it sound so much easier than it actually was. Um, Absolutely. No, but I do love um, how organically this came about. This wasn't something that you're like, I am going to be a business owner and how am I going to get there? It was, how can I solve this one problem that I just want my kids to have a healthier alternative and something they're excited about? And now, look, you have a business that's very successful and has made it through um, a very challenging time for a lot of small businesses in 2020. Yes. um, That was a, uh, you talk about starting a business. Never in my wildest imagination did I think that I would be picking up 45 pallets of sparkling cactus water the day that quarantine went into place. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, retailers, you know, really restaurants were shutting down and retailers were kind of closing up shop and nobody wanted to bring any new products in. I had actually been approved by Whole Foods and, uh, I was really just waiting for, uh, for our 
our product to, to come out at a manufacturing and I'm, I'm, my hands were tied. And so that, that was an eye-opening experience, but being a small company, I was able to just pivot very quickly. And so I'm like, that's not a problem. We're going to get our purchasing website up. Let's find some local social influencers to partner with, kind of start bringing awareness. And, and it was, it was really, it was a lot of fun um, to work with these social influencers because everybody was trying to figure out what to do. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, and so to have that support from our, our community and that acceptance and their excitement to want to be a part of helping me was really just amazing to be embraced because it is a very, being a business owner is a very emotional experience because this is like having another baby. I, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, it's the longest pregnancy I've ever <laughs> Birthing this product. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. It's um, nothing ever goes smoothly. There's always delays. Something always happens. You're constantly trying to pivot and, and overcome obstacles. And, uh, and I think that you just have to be passionate and then be confident in what you have and what you're doing and keep trucking and keep going because everything happens the way that it's supposed to. I truly believe that. I, I, and I've told you this, I know before, just keep following the breadcrumbs. Mm, yes. Right. I, um, I was pitching a restaurant owner and there was maybe four other people total. And in, in the restaurant we had, everybody had just reopened in June. And when I finished, um, a gentleman came over to me and he said, when you're, when you get sick of doing this, let me know. I work for a distributor. And I said, I, I raised my hand. I'm sick of doing this. I need help. <laughs> and so um, within a week, they, they are an alcohol distributor. I am their only non-alcoholic beverage. And uh, we are now in over 40 stores. And they just started distributing us really at the end of July. Wow. So... I, I'm constantly talking about my business and about LaRoe. If somebody offers me help or offers to introduce me to somebody that they think would be helpful, I am all over that. I, you cannot build a company on your own. There's a lot of things that I don't know that, um, I, you know, I need help. I need somebody else's guidance. And so I take every opportunity that you're given to learn so that you can grow in the ways that you need to, to really grow your business. Absolutely. I think that's so wise because a lot of times, and I don't know if you find this, but maybe this is the millennial in me. When you look at social media and you look at all these different companies, these startups, it's easy to see from you know the highlight reel that they've got it all figured out. Everything is put together. And in reality is, I think a lot of those companies who are organically growing and doing so well is because people are not afraid to ask for help, are not afraid to be able to take the time they need for their business to be able to grow and to flourish. And so that's it's a really beautiful reminder that being able to ask for help is actually a strength within your own business instead of saying, nope, I can just do it all myself. 100%. And and. I think another big thing, I feel that it's taken me time to do this because I'm 
I find myself sometimes to be a little bit impatient. <laughs> I've um, been there. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit impatient, but I, I'm, I know what I want. And I think that that has been a benefit to me because I've been told you can't do this or this isn't going to work or I'm concerned about X, Y, and Z. And so I don't know if this is going to be feasible. And I've always been, I've always said, we're doing this. It's going to be great. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's not something that you're, you know, used to, but we're going to do it and it's going to be fine. And I think you just have to be, again, confident in your vision and more assertive. Um, I, I really, I love, like I said, I love getting people's guidance. I always ask people's opinions. I mean, when I went through packaging, I had 25 labels to choose from. I took that down to 12. I took them home. I put them in the wall in my living room. I taped them on the wall and I walked by them every day for a week. And sometimes I walk by and I'm like, I don't like that mm-hmm. one. And I tear it off the wall. <laughs> and I just kept doing that until I got down to like two or three. And then I went around and I asked more people their opinion. And I took everyone's comments into, you know, into play. But at the end of it, I chose the one that I wanted that I thought reflected the brand that I wanted to bring Mm -hmm. to life. And that's how we got to, um, to our current packaging. I get a lot of questions about our logo. Um, it is, it is Laroe, like my name, Lauren Robeson. My nickname growing up was Lore. And so this literally came to me while I was driving in the car one day. Amazing. Um, I kind of, sometimes I feel like my best thinking happens in the car or in the shop. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> but I remember when I first saw the logo and again, I had like 15 of them and I go, I don't like that one. I don't, I'm trying to process it, but I still can't stop looking at it. So that is interesting to me. Um, and I did the same process. And, uh, and so it's just, I guess, be patient, even though you feel like you want to rush. And, and when things happen, kind of take a step back and reevaluate. We ran a pilot and it was disastrous. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I literally like had to wipe my hands clean of it. And I was having an internal like meltdown because I'm like, oh my gosh, this costs so much money to run this pilot. Right. But I took a step back and I said, wow, we have a lot of key learnings from doing this. So I'm so happy we didn't spend all of this money that we could have by running a larger run. We found it out on, on the front end, which is great. So um, I it took me like a good two or three weeks so to kind of wrap my head around, okay, now what do we do? Don't be afraid to ask people for 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 help. Sure. Or, ask people who are, how do I put this? Um, when all of this happened, the developer I was using, I, I did not trust that they were going to be able to fix it because of everything that had happened. And so I, I was kind of at a place where I'm like, oh man, what am I going to do right. now? I've got to, I've invested all of this. I want to keep moving forward, but how do I do that? And so I went back to a man that I was introduced to who has a lot of experience in beverages. And he's someone I had talked to the year prior and he had given me um, a proposal that I just, it wasn't feasible for me to do that project with him based on how much it was going to cost. 
And I called him back and I said, I, I did all of this. Here's where I'm at. I have this problem. I don't think that they can fix it. I really need your help. And I know you told me that you are not going to piecemeal the proposal that you gave me, but I, I really need your help. Right. And he was willing to break the whole proposal that he did and just help me with this development piece. And I so appreciated that. And they're the ones that really brought LaRoe to the place that it is now. I sent them what I was making in my kitchen and they gave me exactly what I was looking for. I wanted to take the natural and simplicity of the ingredients that I was using in my kitchen and bottle them. And that is exactly what we were able to do. That's amazing. And I think it's not just a story of don't be afraid to pivot, but also don't be afraid to go back to um, conversations and feel as if that door is shut. Because if you would not have gone back to that developer, who knows what kind of product you'd be stuck with right now, or if if the launch would have happened when it did. I mean, there's so many what ifs, yeah. but I think that's really beautiful to remember just because a door appears that it was closed or left a certain way doesn't mean you can't go back to it. Um, yes. And on the note of your labels for your cans, I just want to take a moment to explain to people, and I think you can do a much better job than I can, of how beautiful <laughs> this is. And the like national award you won for it. Like it's not just a, oh, it's a pretty can. It's like it has been recognized across the beverage industry. Yeah. So um, I am a huge fan of photography. Um, I I think I have like 10,000 pictures just on my phone. And so my vision for um, for LaRoe, I mean, we are, I, I, I put so much time and energy into getting the best ingredients on the market and the freshest ingredients and working with really amazing vendors and partners. And so when it came to the packaging, I really wanted to exude the care and the premium of the ingredients that were in this can. And so I kind of took my passion for photography and this premium ingredient piece and said, I want to do, I want to do something that's that has a real cactus on it. And, and it, I want it to be simple and I want it to be modern and I want it to reflect who I am. And so um, it is a zoomed in picture of a prickly pear blossoming. So it's this beautiful pink flower and it's opening up and it's it's just, it's it's really just gorgeous. And so in February we did, we won a, um, a gold Addy Award for our packaging, which was a huge a huge accomplishment, um, especially since we hadn't even launched yet. So um, I was just really, I was, I was really happy. I mean, that that our marketing team that I had worked with on our packaging did an incredible job of bringing my vision to life, and I am so grateful for that. And it's, um, I haven't seen the award yet because we've been <laughs> in this pandemic, um, but I really look forward to actually seeing the physical award. But yeah, it, it's, it's been really, it was really exciting. And it's something that everybody always makes a comment on. They're like, your packaging is just so beautiful. And it, it just really works in all of these in um, different, uh, what are they called? Refrigerators. They just, it stands out on the shelf and it's, it's, I yes, love it. Absolutely. So thank you for bringing yeah, that no, up. <laughs> it's, it's something that should be celebrated and truly I think it's the perfect 
not only packaging to showcase how high quality, high end and delicious this beverage really is, not to mention all the wonderful health benefits that you've gone into, but it allows a customer to know from before they even take the first sip, like this drink that I'm about to have matches the outside packaging. It is just all around. It is beautiful. It is great. And I just love that it's so good for your health and wellness. So um, just switching gears a little bit here. I know you've kind of touched on this slightly talking about balance, but what's something today, you know, in October, what is something that you do daily, weekly to find balance? Because I know right now, you know, your schedule's kind of stabilized a little bit, but has there been something (laughs) as of recently that's helped you find balance or maybe something that has allowed you to create beauty in this season of life you're in? Yes. So um, I've spent the last six months homeschooling and being at home with my three children (laughs) um, in quarantine. So there hasn't, I, I haven't found a lot of balance in the previous six months. But now that they are back in school, um, I have, I'm passionate about two things. I love to cook. Cooking for me is such like a lethargic process. Mm-hmm. A cathartic. No, cathartic. cathartic. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it is a cathartic process. <laughs> I, if when I have the time, I really like doing things that take time. Um, I made clam chowder from Thomas Keller's cookbook this weekend because I was craving it and it's like a four hour process but at the end of it you get this amazing clam chowder it's the best clam chowder I've ever had in my whole life and so that is something that I really I take time for that I feel creates balance in my life my children get to eat something that's delicious and healthy they like to cook with me now which I love Um, again, teaching kids about nutrition and taking care of their bodies and how to feed themselves. So um, I got them like their own little set of knives, like kid safe knives so that they can help me with chopping and things up in the kitchen while we're, you know, we're getting ready to, to make something. But my other thing is that I love to garden. Wow. I love my roses. I baby them. I, you know, I go out and I weed them and I feed them and I trim them a lot. <laughs> um, but I have three massive garden beds and we did some construction in the backyard for the last four months. And so I've got fresh soil coming in next week and I'm going to start planting my garden for winter. So I am, that for me is how I am balancing out the stress in my life of the work and the kids and the activities and the holidays. I really enjoy this gardening piece and taking care of, of my plants and, and really growing something. I, I like anything where at the end of it, I get to have like an award. Yes. Yes. And one that you get to look at and enjoy every day. Yes. It's, it's so much fun. We've done We've done pumpkins, we've done watermelons, cauliflower, leeks. We've done some really cool um, like heirloom types of eggplants and snap peas and strawberries. We've we've done a lot and it's really fun. And um, whenever we do tomatoes, my three-year-old, just he just walks out into the back garden and I'll be out. He's just picking tomatoes off and eating them. I love it. It's fantastic. I love that so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am for sure going to have to ask you. I'm getting ready to redo a couple things in my own home and um, specifically in the backyard. And I cannot decide for the life of me what I want to garden, what I want to plant. So I'm for sure going to have to ask you some pointers oh, yes. because I've been known to kill plants that are apparently not killable. So everybody, um, everybody says, all of my girlfriends say this to me and then they all go and do gardens. Once I explain to them how easy it is, once you get your raised garden bed set up and you get a watering system to it, it is literally plant and then like fertilize once a week and things just grow. Yeah. It's super easy. People think that gardening is like this very intensive I don't want to call it a situation, but, no, <laughs> um, no, but some plants need some plants need more care than others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, I will for sure be taking you up on that because I kind of want to get rid of that uh, mental block that I have of, oh, I, I can't do this without killing something. Um, and so any and all tips are much appreciated. And truly, I know I've seen a couple pictures of the flowers you grow. They're so beautiful. Oh, so I'm glad you. that you find balance and you create that beauty within your life because like you said, you kind of have that never ending to-do list of being a mom a wife, a business owner. So that's really, really beautiful that you do that in that tangible way. And then the last question that I did have for you is how would you define balance and beauty? So whether that's a mantra, whether that is some sort of definition, you get to choose. But I like to ask this of everyone because like I said at the beginning, I believe there's not one set definition for all of us, but how we make it our own. So how do you make balance and beauty your own? I find beauty in just my everyday life. I think that people get too caught up in social media and who's doing what and who's has what and who's wearing what. And guess what? Like some days I don't wash my hair. And I use yeah. a lot of dry shampoo. And um, some days I don't get dressed in like real outfits and, <laughs> or put on makeup. And, um, and I'm okay with that because I have so much beauty in my life between my children and like how, and seeing how happy they are and it, having experiences with them that, um, you know, everything's a first for them. So getting to do these, being at home and getting to do these things with my kids that before I, I didn't get to do because I had to travel. Um, that is something that is, is so beautiful for my soul and just for like my well-being. And then being confident with myself. I find a lot of beauty just within. Um, mm -hmm. I try to be the best version of me every day. Some days that's not great, but, um, yeah, that's um, real life, right. That's just putting my best foot forward and saying, it's okay. I'm not pulling it together today, but I'm still going to make today amazing. Mm -hmm. I love that. Lauren. I love that. So I was just going to ask, um, what is, what have you found at least for right now, ways that this community can support you? Meaning where can they go to purchase LaRoe? Do you have any exciting launches, anything like that coming up? And do you have a preferred social media 
channel, whether that's your website, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, where people can follow you to kind of stay up to date with everything LaRoe and learn more about your company. Yes. So we are at Drink Cactus. Um, that is our social media for um, for everything. And then our website is drinkcactus.com. Um, we are kind of always in the process of updating the website. We've had, um, we were featured in Arcadian News and Phoenix Magazine's October's issues, which was really exciting. Um, so we'll be putting that onto the site. We've got some um, wonderful things things coming up in November. There's a really amazing um, PPE sanitation vending machine that's going to be going into the Scottsdale Quarter that you can be able to get you know, wipes and um, masks if you forget them, but they'll also be carrying LaRoe and it will amazing. be cold and accessible. Yeah. So um, we do have some exciting things coming up. They will be on Instagram will probably be the most caught up. Um, The website for some reason takes a little time, but I would love people to know that I created LaRoe to help bring a better way to stay hydrated in just your everyday life. I kept it simple. I kept it natural. It's got potassium, magnesium. It has 30% of your vitamin C. It has antioxidants that are only found in the prickly pear cactus called beta alanines. They help with um, inflammation, muscle recovery. It also though is what gives prickly pear its beautiful pink color. So um, we have a lot of micronutrients and amino acids that are just all naturally occurring within the prickly pear cactus. So you're not only getting a sparkling water, to, but you're getting a naturally occurring vitamin to help with your everyday health. And I think that sometimes that message can get lost while you're trying to um, explain to people <laughs> what a sparkling cactus water is. But I really want everyone to um, think about how they live their life. And not every day is a good eating day. Like sometimes I eat phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then other times, like I have Chick-fil-A for lunch and, and it's not as healthy as it should be. And so I like having different avenues to supplement in nutrients that I'm missing um, in different ways because everybody gets pill fatigue. No one wants to take a handful of 20 vitamins to get nutrients, right? We want to get as much as we can from food. So um, LaRoe is as much a sparkling cactus water that's fun and delicious and easy to drink as it is a daily supplement for your life to just keep you going, keep you hydrated and keep your body balanced. Right. And I that's a really great reminder just because like We've been spending time talking about how it's delicious, how it's so beautiful, all of these wonderful things. But at the end of the day, this is something that's so easy for individuals to incorporate into their daily life and their lifestyle. So instead of, like you said, having that pill fatigue of, oh, I've got just another thing to take, how about we make it exciting, we make it accessible, and it's fun. And I just love everything about your business, your company, your vision, and your story. And so I will be sure to include all of those relevant um, ways to reach out to you in our show notes. So your website, your Instagram account, where people can go to purchase LaRoe, 
how they can order it online, all those fun details will be able to be found in the show notes. So that way people can also go and read up more on all that science, as well as um, different elements that have made up this beverage that is honestly, like I said, super easy to incorporate in your daily life. Yes. And if you if um, if you want to go try LaRoe, we are available at 40 retailers across Arizona. Um, Whole Foods and AJ's has probably the biggest um, stock okay. of LaRoe. We are in the front of their store. We are in the um, drink aisle. And then we were also cold in their fridges to grab and go for your lunch or your dinner as you're going in and picking up for your day. Fabulous. Well, yeah. There you have it, guys. If you have the chance today or sometime in your week, go stop by one of those retailers, pick up a cold LaRoe, give it a try, let us know what you think, But I, because I promise you, it's life-changing, honestly. I didn't think a beverage would be so life-changing outside of coffee, so really, you've done some magical thing, Lauren. All right, and there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, getting to know Lauren Ropeson, the founder of of LaRoe Sparkling Cactus Water. Again, if you'd like to follow her, learn more about her business, or maybe even make your very first purchase of LaRoe, be sure to follow her at Drink Cactus on Instagram, Facebook, all of your social media channels, or head to her website today. And in the meantime, like and subscribe to our weekly episodes so you're never behind on what's coming next.